Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank God for you joining us this morning at our Sunday school hour. We're coming to you this morning now at our worship hour. Uh, we thank God for you joining us as we get into our worship experience. We give, uh, we're going to have a worship song coming, and then once we get into our worship song, we'll get into our message this morning. What does saith the Lord? Good morning. We're going to try to sing this morning when I wrote. You know the song? Sing along with me. This morning when I rose it, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I got out of my bed, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I got out of my bed, I didn't have no doubt. Ephesians 4th chapter verses 17 through 24. <clears throat> Ephesians 
fourth chapter, verses 17 through 24. When you find it, say amen. Mm -hmm. If you're still looking, say hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ephesians, fourth chapter, verses 17 through 24. Our scripture reads, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened by the alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feelings, having given themselves over to lasciviousness and to work of all uncleanness and greediness, but ye have not so learned Christ, so if that ye shall have learned him, or heard him, that you have been taught by him, and the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to your deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you may be able to put on the new man, which is after God, is created in the righteousness and true Holiness. May Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy and righteous word. Let the household of faith say amen. amen. You know, we live in a world that is ever-changing and nothing remains the same. Everything has changed and that we know of except God. Ain't it right? The Bible says that for I am the Lord, I change not. So from the time of recorded history... Uh, time and things have changed and, and, and changed because God has ordained change in order for things to work and to operate according to his design purpose. You know, after creating all of the heavens and the earth, change caused this world to get into a state of evolution. And I know somebody's going to get excited. Don't get excited about the word evolution. I know scientists say evolution is about things changing or we came from a lower state of being. But don't worry about that. Everything changed. If you have not evolved, you're stuck in the same place. Yes. You're where you started from. So evolution said that I started out, but I moved up into a place of understanding. So that's the evolution that I want to understand. See, God instituted this process of change for his creative order to do what it had to do while here on heaven and on earth. And I don't believe man evolved again from some lower animal, but I do believe that we are not the same as we used to be. You know, time changes things. And I do believe that we have changed uh, from the way that we used to be into who we are today. You know, and I see by uh, uh, my own evidence in my own life that I'm not what I used to be. Things have changed in my own personal life that uh, sometimes I know some things that I need to change that I have not changed. But still change is purpose. And, and this does not mean that Anything that God created has evolved away from his design purpose. So evolution happens, but it does not evolve away from his design purpose. See, many blacks evolve in your body shape, your skin color, your hair texture, your speech, huh? <laughs> and everything else. So we know that things have evolved. We don't look the way, we don't act the way that we used to act. So, see, whether you believe in creation or evolution, that, that, that the way we think and the way we do things have not stayed the same. 
Heavens nope. have not changed. But the world has changed. People yes. have changed. Yes. And you have changed. All of us have been yes. through some change. Yes. Change is a natural process that we have been uh, ordained to do, instituted by God to give us an opportunity to correct some things oh, and to make adjustments. All of us have to make adjustments in the middle of the road in order for us to get down the highway. Amen. See, change realigns us. And it's right mm -hmm. back into that uh, creative purpose that God has for our lives. See, sin caused us to get out of place, ain't it? Yes. Sin caused us to get off the track. Yes. But what God's word does, it allows us to get back on track, has the opportunity to get us back into the creative purpose that God has for our lives. Amen. So this morning, I want to talk on the subject, change or remain the same. Come on, preacher. Change or remain the same. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we call, Lord, we ask you to lower your servant down in the deep well of our salvation. Touch my lips that I might boldly say those things you have laid upon my heart. Help me to realize, Lord, that you are there. And the only thing we need to do is speak according to your word and according to your purpose. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, we do pray that every heart say, Amen. You know, Somehow Christians are afraid of this word evolution. We we get all we think it's a curse word or something that mm -hmm. if somebody say evolution, but Webster said that evolution is just a prescribed movement or process of change uh, of a certain direction or another or process of continuous change or to be able to do or the process of working out or developing. So all of us, I don't find anything in this description or definition of uh, evolution to be able to think it's sacrilegious or something uh, defined the creative dogma that Christianity teaches us. The theory of evolution that Darwin was talking about had given the word evolution a bad name. And, but evolution is that natural creative change that God has given to us in order for us to be who we can be in life. Yeah. See, change has always been a way that God's commandment to Adam and Eve to be fulfilled. See, it goes back into Genesis 1. He told them to be fruitful and to multiply and to replenish the earth. In order for you to be multiplied and to be fruitful, that means you got to have some change in your life. Yes, yes. You know, if an apple tree ain't got nothing on it, unless something changes, it ain't going to never have no apples on it. Shit. You know what I mean? So we got to be fruitful. So change is expected. By this commandment, God set in motion this evolutionary process that change has brought in the world that we live in today. See, nothing can operate in this world without the power of change. Change has to be able to happen to be able to get us into a better man of mankind to the design purpose that God has for our life. Amen. See, it would... Uh, uh, if we would even close our eyes uh, to this theory of evolution and start looking at our spiritual eyes to be able to see what God is trying to teach us out of a new light. Amen. See, the thing is, uh, Webster says that it's just a, a prescribed movement. So this tells me that what uh, evolution and change is not accidental. It's not accidental. It doesn't happen by happenstance or arbitrary movements or coincidence. It just doesn't happen. Everything that God has has a divine purpose behind it. Yes. To be able, even yes. our temptation. Yes. Our temptation yes. is a divine purpose for God to see whether or not we can handle it. Says or not. so. Oh, if there's no temptation, then so. we can't 
prove to God that I can handle it. Yeah. So you got to be able to have that temptation come into your life. But when it comes, it has to be able to let you know what you're made of. Huh? Yeah. Huh? If you fall for the temptations, you ain't made a whole lot, is it? Yeah. But when you stand up against that temptation, you let the world know that I have changed. Yeah. I'm not what you did for me last time. When you came in the last time, I fell for it. Oh. But this time, I ain't going to fall oh, for it man. because I'm not going to be falling for the same thing over and over again. That's so. I done changed. I done changed. Huh. I'm going to get like the... Turn around and tell your neighbor, I done changed. <laughs> I done changed. Hey, seeds evolved from plants, saplings from trees, puffs from dogs, you know, and, and, and then, uh, look at that, kittens into cats, boys into men, girls into women, born again Christians into Christian disciples. Yes. See, if you are yes. Christian disciples, you're supposed to what? Change. Change. Dang. You gotta grow. If you still at the same place you were when you accepted Christ, oh, you have not, not changed and no growth in it. No. The process of evolutionary change must take place in order for us as individuals to get to the next level. Okay. See, why you ain't never grow, you ain't never evolved, you still stuck. You know? Hey, you want to be a butterfly, but you still one of them cocoons. cocoons. No, you probably bug. A bug. The worm turned into the cocoon and, you know, the caterpillar. That's the word I'm looking for. A caterpillar turned into the cocoon and turned into the butterfly. But if you'll never become a butterfly, if you still act like a worm. There you go. Huh? See, Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. Brethren, I count myself not to apprehend it, but one thing I do. I forget those things that are behind me, and I reach forward toward the things that are before me. Amen. I press toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus yes, Christ. Lord. See, change ain't going to happen unless you start doing some pressing. Yes. you got to start doing some pressing come in on, order man. for change to come into your change life. See, our resistance to change uh, uh, makes it difficult for us uh, to be able to get to this past, this thing. Those that, that keep saying and keep doing the same old thing without ever doing anything to try to do something new in your life, you stuck. Uh -huh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you stuck. You stuck. And a whole lot of times we stuck and don't know how to move, ain't it? Yeah. We stuck, don't know how to get out of the situation. Yeah. We stuck. And stuck. sometimes we happy. Being stuck. Yeah, I think we are. Comfortable. Yeah. Where you stuck at? Wow. You know, because when we stuck, ain't nobody asking us yes. for no accountability. I know that's right. Huh? We stuck. See, our resistance to change, they are fearful to take the associative responsibility that comes with change. Come on, preacher. See, if you want to change, responsibility and accountability come along with it. Amen. It does. Huh? Lord, give me a Jesus. new job. Jesus. Lord, give me a new job. Jesus. Uh, I got it. Hey, accountability come along with it. Yeah. Huh? Hey, God can give you a car. We, we got these young people. We got these young people, young girls, we, they're praying for a new car. God gave them a new car, but you got to make new payments. Yeah. Huh? New car is new payments. So with anything that you ask God to bless you with, Yes. comes accountability. Yes, You've got to be accountable with it. See, the thing is, change has no respect to person. No. Church folk as well as sinners hate change. Yes. 
Yes, Lord. Huh? And to tell the truth, Christians are reluctant to change more than most folk in the world. Yes, I'm not up. saying it's easy. Change ain't easy, is it? But change is tough. But life cannot be successful unless you move beyond your difficulties of change. And, or you go what? Stay the same. As we look at our text this morning, Paul is writing this letter to the church at Ephesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, this distinction we talked about in the Sunday school between uh, Gentile Christians and non-Gentile Christians. Mm -hmm. Folk been in church all their life. I had a cousin, I think I said it at the funeral. I had a cousin that told me I've been in church all my life. Mm -hmm. I told him that's not the problem. Church ain't been in you. See, you can be in the building. Yes, sir. But the building ain't, ain't you. when your heart ain't right. See, Amen. see the is, you 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 can have this 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 uh, idea that everybody else is 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 lost, mm -hmm. but I'm all right. Okay. But we in the company of all of those other folks, just like hey, everybody, yeah. just like. Yeah. So Paul told him earlier in the chapter that he uh, that each is given us. A, a, a gift of grace. Mm -hmm. God gave each of us a gift of grace yes, so that we can be distinctive from the world. God didn't bless you so that you can just walk around with your badge on. God made you a difference so that you can make your distinction known to the world. Amen. I'm not like I used to be. I'm not like I was. I have changed and now the world sees the distinction between me and what I used to be and now they're saying I can change too. If God can change old major. See y'all didn't know major. They ain't gonna bring together no major. But what God can do, huh? Huh? God can change anybody, can't he? Huh? Ephesians 4 and 7 said, But to everyone is given a, 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 a measure of grace according to your gift. See, God gave you a gift. Yes. But the gift is to be what? To given unto him to glorify him. Uh -huh. See, each Christian has a gift made available to them according to what? The needs for you to minister according to the calling that God got on your life. Amen. He didn't give you a blessing for you to get rich, for you to get... You know, we think that God gave us for us. Yeah. God gave us for each other. Ain't it? Yes, it and that's the blessing. Amen. We got to be there for each other. Our yeah. call is to live what? In a distinction from those that in the world that we came out of. So if God brought you out of a situation, mm -hmm. if you fall back into this situation, mm -hmm. you're saying that the power that that God has over your life is weaker than the draw of the life that you used to have. Yes. Huh? Mm -hmm. God pulled you out of sin, and now you're telling God that the sin got a greater draw on my life than you do. Said preacher. Uh -huh. It. And you're saying, wait a minute, am I telling God that? I think you're yes, telling you him that. Yes, you are. You know? There's an old scripture that says that a dog returned back into his vomit. Come on. He enjoys it. He ain't missed one yet. A dog ain't never lost a meal. You're right. <laughs> but sin is the same typology. It's saying that once you get caught up in it, if you're not careful, you'll go right back to it. To it. So He'll go back to it. And so. He says that any man that puts his hand to the plow, and then you look back, he's not worthy of the kingdom of God. So what are you saying? That you got you got right, but then you didn't stay right because you fell back into the life that you were in. 
And then you was wondering, now why God ain't blessing me? God ain't blessing you because you, look, you turning your back on your blessing. Turning your back on your blessing. I got to roll. I got to roll. See, doing wrong and thinking is right. Have you ever did that? Amen. I mean, you don't need to hide. We've all done wrong and thought it was right. And we thought that by us thinking it's right, See, Paul says that because we are our stinking thinking, <laughs> because of our stinking thinking, we cannot be right because of the fact we're always going to justify ourselves. Yes, we are. Huh? We're always going to justify ourselves. Huh? I got to go. See, doing wrong so long until it feels right. You remember how... I told y'all that I was buying beer one weekend. And I stopped down at the store in Hodges. And I rolled up to the counter and laid my little stuff on the counter. And they said, you know what that is? And I said, okay. She said, Sunday. And I raised up in the church. Went to church every Sunday. Taught Sunday school. And I forgot it was Sunday. Uh-huh. See, you can do something so long uh-huh. until it becomes uh-huh. habitual. Hey, hey, every every Sunday morning, I got up, and took me a little ride, and after I took my little ride, and I stopped by the store, and, you know. But you no, know, the store owner said you can get it; you just have to take it this back. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, what I'm trying to point is. You can get so caught up into what you're doing until That's you can think it's right, yeah. until you forget. Forget. How did I forget this Sunday? Went to church every Sunday. Uh-huh. Stinking thinking yeah. will cause you to do some things that, that sometimes just ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the difficulty of us seeing change and seeing the change happening in our lives for our own good. Seth. Hard to see it sometimes, ain't it? But if you don't change, you're going to stay the same. Yep. And then our second point is that, that when you take, we need to take out the earplugs. <laughs> Sometimes when people are talking to us, we got on what? Earplugs. I ain't talking about earbuds. I'm talking about earplugs. <laughs> earbuds making music, ain't it? Right. Earplugs just stopping you from hearing what you need to hear. <laughs> See, we got earplugs on. Our text says what? But ye have so learned Christ, it so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus. See, many church folks so smart, they refuse to listen to the preacher or the teacher, or but they'll follow the creeper. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Hate the teacher. Hate the preacher, but will follow the creeper. They, yes, they will. The Bible said they creep into houses to steal, huh? And destroy. He, he creep into houses. They said leading silly women astray. Yes. But how I many you know we got some silly men, huh? Now what y'all raising the hand about? We got some silly men that can be led away by easily led away. Yes. Easily led away. It doesn't take a whole lot for yes. us to be led away. Mm-mm. Easily led away. So I think I gave you this verse earlier, but Mm-mm. it says that 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 he gave unto some what? Apostles, 
some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers, perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. See, preachers and teachers supposed to edify. edify. Mm -hmm. What's to bring up, to uplift. Right. But sometimes we get caught up into not wanting to listen to sound doctrine. You don't want to listen to the teacher. You don't want to listen to the preacher. No. You know? and, but the thing about it is, the scripture says that he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Let him hear. Let you him know, hear. so Christians' biggest problem that prevents us from changing is the lack of hearing. hearing. You know, did you get it? Yep. See, you like to hear the truth uh, from the preacher. Hmm. No, don't you just like to hear those nuances and uh, innuendos and, and those cliches. Is everybody going to be all right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said five words and four over here and three over there. All of that sounds good when you're in a congregation. You know, turn around and tell your neighbor, I said that earlier, but that's not what's going to help us, is it? Nope. What's going to help us is the truth of God's truth word. Of word. You know, we need the truth of his word. And then that's what will be able to help us get through this thing in life. Mm -hmm. He says that we need to have the word of God preached to us so that we can hear the word of God, rehearse the word of God, get that word of God down into our spirit so that Amen. we can be able Amen. to know whether we right or wrong. All right, man. Some people think they right because somebody told them they were right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not the word of God. The word of God will say you're right or you're wrong. On, but the thing is, hearing is the secret to change in order for us to transform our life and to get our minds in the right perspective. You know, Paul says, or, or excuse me, Solomon said uh, about that word of God, about the truth of the word. And, and, and he said that... Uh, Lean not into your own understanding. Lean not. But in all your ways acknowledge God who is the truth. You know, but our understanding can be not understanding. Have you ever made sense out of nonsense? Yeah, they call it Parliament Funkadelic. You can make sense out of nonsense, can't you? See y'all don't y'all y'all ain't old school. I know that. I know that. One. You can make sense out of nonsense, Come but on, the man. thing about it is, if you're ever learning, but you're never what knowing the truth. Amen. See, ever learning that yeah. means that you got you're just studying and reading. Have you ever met somebody? I read this. I read that. And I read this. And I read that. You know, they come in the store telling me about, but they 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 read the the uh, uh, the apocryphal books of the Bible and. And those are the lost books of the Bible. Read the books that God gave you. It's good to read those books, but you're ever learning, but you're never coming to the knowledge of the truth. The truth is what's going to save us, and then the truth is going to turn us around. Yes, the truth. Then our last point is, you got to take the old law, and you got to put on the new. Come on, preacher. He says that what? They're putting the concern of the former conversation of the old man, mm -hmm. which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, mm -hmm. and that you put, what, on a new man, a new for what after God is created in the righteousness of the true holiness. See, mm -hmm. all of us got something new down on the inside of us yeah. need to be discovered. Mm -hmm. It's down there. Everything that you need, everything, everything that you everything. desire, all of it is down on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. But we need to be able to somehow learn how to go get it. How do we get that new thing down on the inside of us? You know, sometimes we just said, even so, uh, see, we think that suppose if, if, if we just make it happen, it's good to do that. See, we set our goals and we talk about losing weight in every January we make our what? 
resolutions. resolutions and everything. You remember Dr. Evans, he said that uh, 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 you got to know right before you can do right. Yeah. But then knowing right don't make you do, do, right. do right. right. But you need to have a, a new heart. You got to get your heart That's right. So, so having the knowledge of it is good, yeah. but you got to have a heart to be able huh. to do right. Yes. Paul tells us in Romans 12, be mm -hmm. not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. You got to get your mind right yes, and that you, you may prove what is good and acceptable in the Lord. See, once you get those blinders off, once you get those blinders off and you start looking through spiritual eyes to be able to see the goodness of what God has in store for you. See, once our mind is transformed, it will allow us to begin this process of seeing the change that God has in store for us. Amen. You know, once we have this mind that is being transformed, then we can be able to be reborn in the likeness of God and to be able to grow into that which he desires to be. Amen. If not, you're going to change or you're going to stay the same. Yes, As we are. close, change is difficult, isn't it? It's yes, not easy yes. to change on our own, but you got to have Jesus on the inside. you got to have somebody to help you, you work this thing you. out. Change cannot have. happen without a communion of mm. your spirit with the spirit of God. And he tells us that be ye doers of your word and not hearers only. So instead of us just hearing the word, going home and sitting down on it, you got to start putting that word into action. Amen. If we think that God will drop change down from heaven like he did manna, you remember manna came down from heaven mm -hmm. and it came on the ground? But the thing is, they still had to pick it up. They had to pick it up. And then someone picked up too much. He oh. told them if you pick more up, it's going to rot. Oh. If you pick up enough, it will last. But some of us want what? More. 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 Get what God has provided for you rather than thinking that you can get more. Oh. And then the more he gives you, much is required. Oh. The much is given. Much is required, but we need to understand that God has given to us so that we can become a blessing to somebody else. Amen. All right? Hmm. Let me drop down so I can get out of here. Let me drop down. Huh. See, we always quote in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my faith, Turn from their evil ways. Then will I hear from heaven. And then he will heal the land. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, look at the accountability there. He huh. said that once we come to the knowledge of God, mm -hmm. our accountability is to, to be able to pray, mm -hmm. to seek his faith, mm -hmm. to turn from our wicked ways. Mm -hmm. That's our problem. We have to have some responsibility in this. I told you accountability. You know, that God will come and change, but you got to turn from your wicked ways and turn what? To him. Amen. you got to turn to him. He'll change your life like he's never done it before if you will just turn to him. What might happen in your life if you turn to God? Mm. Huh? What might happen? Mm. What's impossible to you? God can do it, can't he? Yes, he can. Huh? He can do it. Why does he do it? Why can't he do it? Because he what? Specialized. Yes, he's specialized. Uh, the old song says, God specializes. Yes. Have you any rivers that you have difficult to cross? Uh -huh. Have you any mountain that yes. you cannot tone through? 
He said God, God specializes on things impossible because he can do what no other man can do. So hey, God specializes. Hey. We got a God who specializes in transforming lives. All you need to do is to receive it. Receive accept it. it today. God got a change for your life. Only thing you need to do is take it. God got a change for your life. All you need to do is receive it today. Receive. He's got a change for you and his change will be better than anything that you've ever experienced in your whole life. Amen. If you would only receive it today. Receive. Huh? It's God's desire for all of us to change. Yes, it is. But without any effort on our own, mm -mm. change will not come. Will not. The old song says, change is going to come. Nope. Huh? Change is going to come when you move. Yes, on In faith. Uh -huh. On God's word. Trust in him. That whatever it is. Whatever. No, Whatever comes out of that, that that blessing, that you would use it to what? Glorify him. And if you use it to glorify him, God will be pleased. Won't you? Yes, he will. Huh? Let's give God some praise yeah, this morning. Glory. Huh? Huh? You got to change. Glory. But in order for us to change, we yes. got to move. Yes. We got to move. God bless you. Thank you for coming this morning. But let us... If there is one today who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the Word of God says that he stands at the door and knocks. Mm -hmm. And then he says that if any man, woman, boy, girl that would come after me, he says if they come in and knock, he'll knock on the door, he says that I'll sup with him and he with me. Mm -hmm. It's God's desire that none is lost. He wants all to be saved. So if you don't know him today, receive him into your heart. And then you can be by yourself, you can be here, you can be at home, you can be alone. And the only thing you need to say is, Lord, come into my heart. I need you right now to transform this old stony heart of mine into a heart of flesh. I want to be able to live in freedom, not live in fear of what my past and what my used to be. Do, I, do you have any used to be's in here? Huh, used to be's. But the thing is, you're not what you used to be. You're a new creation, Amen. born in the image and the likeness of God. So we ask you to receive that today. And once you receive that, I'm going to tell you, all of your problems going to pass away. It rains on the what? Just as well as the unjust. So rain going to come your way. But at least you'll know how to get out the storm. He says that I am the ark of safety. He lends us an avenue whereby we can escape from the difficulties of this life by putting our trust in him. Things will not change always for the good. Sometimes things change to challenge us. But we just have to accept that challenge. We got students here. Grades going to be hard at but if you want to get to the next level, mm -hmm. huh? you can't get to the next level by staying what? The same. Mm -mm. But you have to be able to accept that challenge and then move forward in the calling that God has on your life. God bless you. May have another smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you would just bless us. Lord, let this word go out. And your word said, it will not come back void. Lord, we're going to thank you already. And we're going to give your name, honor, praise, and glory. This is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Let us all say, Amen. Amen. As we began our...
Holy Communion service. We invite all of you to take part in Holy Communion this morning. Honey, you said that. No, you. <laughs> the Word of God says, For I have received the Lord that which I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night he betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And all that's manner that he took the bread. And when he had supped, saying, This is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. And as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show forth the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the blood and the body of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. Let this man eat this bread and let him drink this cup. So he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many is sweet. For we are judged of ourselves, and we shall not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we shall not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when we come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man are hunger, let him eat at home. To come not together under condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Let us pray. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this bread, this juice that has been commemorated for your death, burial, and resurrection. Mm -hmm. Lord, we sanctify it now that it may be made spiritual bread yes. and spiritual juice yes. that represents your body and your blood mm -hmm. that was sacrificed for the sins of the world. Mm -hmm. Take me to the wall. Take me to the water. Take me to the water. Be baptized. No, I got religion. No, I got religion. No, I got First, you ain't gonna get it. I was trying to help. I know you got to get the first first. Y'all good? Y'all good? All right. All right. The bread represents his body. He says, "Take, eat. Let's eat together." said the juice represents his shed blood on Calvary cross for our sins. So let's drink together. The Bible says that they sang a hymn and they went out into the mountain of that he we can't have no mountain of olives but we do have the hedges and the highways. So we encourage you, go out into the hedges and the highways, encourage somebody to be compelled unto the Lord, come unto the Lord. God bless you. 
And let us bow. Father God, we do thank you today. We pray, Lord, that you would just continue to be with us, guide and direct, and to be able to go with us and stand by us. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forever. And let the household of faith say, Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again on Friday evening uh, for our Sunday school, our, uh, our Bible Institute broadcast, and Sunday morning at our Sunday school hour and our worship service at 9 o'clock. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Thanks, Raymond.